Welcome to a Sunny Side Up Life podcast, a show for the woman who is ready to live an abundant life full of freedom and positivity. I'm Sammy Womack, and I'm on a mission to help you break free from survival mode, gain financial freedom, stay motivated, and focus on what matters most. Join the movement, and let's start living on the brighter side of life together. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode this week's episode, we are going to be talking about five simple steps to financial freedom. So this is really a basic kind of intro to budgeting and to financial freedom. And these basic steps are something that I used to use as one of my freebies. It was like an email freebie course For a long time, this was like my go-to freebie was the basis of these five steps. And so I thought this would be a really great podcast episode as these are basically, this is basically the outline of what you need to get from where you are now to living a life of financial freedom, which is basically the ultimate goal, right? Because let's be honest, none of us wake up in the morning and think, you know what? I just really want a crappy life. (laughs) I just really want everything to be terrible and stressful. And I really like to feel overwhelmed. I really like to be afraid of the future, you know? And I really just want, I just want a super crappy house and a crappy car. (laughs) And I want to never make any money right? None of us wake up in the morning and say that. Or also, I like to think of part of my mine and my husband's story is that we were high school sweethearts, right? And we had a lot of years, like, I think like uh, about seven years, probably, between the time that we started dating and when we actually had our first child. So we had a long time in there to dream of this life, what our married life would look like, what, you know, how many kids we wanted and all the things we wanted to do when we weren't 15 and 18. (laughs) And when we didn't have a curfew anymore and when we had real jobs and all these things, right? All these things that we used to dream of when, when we were in high school. And we kind of just, what really prompted us to get serious about all of this budgeting stuff and intentional living stuff was that we kind of woke up one day about around the time our second daughter was born and we were like, this is not what we dreamt of, right? I mean, we have each other, we, you know, we had started our family, things were, were good, um, and things looked way better on the outside than they really were, of course, but it just didn't feel aligned. It just didn't feel as magical and special and I don't know, all those things, right? It just didn't feel like it was supposed to. And so then that kind of led us into well, how do we make that happen? How do we feel like we are on the right path? How do we feel like our life is actually in alignment? 
How do we feel that inner peace? How do we feel free? And yes, I get it. Like there's a certain level of like, hey, you're an adult now. (laughs) You're a parent now. It's not all rainbows and butterflies every single day. I get that. But just because you're an adult, just because you're a parent or a homeowner or, you know, you have all these responsibilities with your career, whatever responsibilities you have in your life, just because you have responsibilities doesn't mean that life has to be hard, that it has to be a struggle, that it's just, well, life just sucks when you're an adult. Oh, well, I guess I'll quit trying. That does not necessarily have to be the case. And through all of this, we started to realize that money was the root of what was not aligned. We had each other. We had our kids. My husband still has the same job, so it wasn't necessarily his job. What was it? It was all of that underlying stuff. All the big stuff was was great. The marriage was good. I mean, obviously there were, you know, money was causing a lot of stress, but for the most part, it was good. You know, the family life with the kids was good. The career was good. What's then, then why do we feel stressed? Why do we feel like this doesn't feel right? And we really started to, and we were like, okay, well, we have a crap load of debt, <laughs> almost half a million dollars worth of debt. We have, we had, at that time, we had three pieces of real estate, two houses, a piece of land. And we were like, this is like unnecessary stress. It's an unnecessary burden. And we were like, that doesn't feel right. That doesn't feel in alignment. We were spending so much money just trying to keep our head above water with all of our debt, with our real estate, with our taxes, with medical bills, with credit card bills. You know, we're trying to keep our head above water and we're like, look, we're spending all this money per month really to just keep our head above water. What if we just got rid of all those things? We sold the real estate we hustled and paid off the rest of the debt. Um, and, you know, what if we lived in a smaller house? For us, that was like, that's what made sense. The basis of all of those things that were bringing up stress had something to do with money. It was too much debt. It was too much monthly payments. It was too much of the responsibility of, you know, the the property with paying the notes themselves, the insurance, the taxes, the upkeep, all the things, you know, everything that when we were kind of doing this like inner inner work and talking about it and really contemplating like, hey, what's what's disconnected here? It all came back to money. And it all came back to if we weren't spending our money on these debt items, what could we spend our money on? Like the money, it was there. It was just going in the wrong places, right? And we're like, well, you know, hey, that's where we kind of started to like come up with a a timeline. And we were like, if we weren't wasting our money on paying all this debt, like if all this debt was gone, where could that money go? You know, hey, we could have a second vehicle, (laughs) which we didn't at the time. We had two kids and we shared a vehicle. 
And it was all the way until we had our third kid till I finally got my own vehicle. We ha- we shared a vehicle and had three kids. It was insanity. Um, super stressful, as you can imagine. And we were like, you know, we could have a second vehicle. Hey, that would really relieve a lot of stress. <laughs> we could um, We could buy a boat. We could spend more time on the lake, which is both of us. We grew up on the lake. You know, we met on the lake. That has a lot of our memories. We got married on the lake. We're like, we could spend more time on the lake. Like we could let the kids be part, be a part of that story. That was part of our story. You know, um, we could have, we would have more downtime as a family. Like if we had the boat, it would prompt us to get out more, to get out of the house more. And we're like, all, all these things. So for us, that inner work looked like if we weren't spending money on the debt, what could we be spending money on? And we suddenly started to dream. And that dream might look different for you. That might that dream for you might be a bigger house. You know, for us, it was a smaller house. That dream was a boat for us. That dream might be a vacation for you. It might mean switching careers. It might mean moving to a completely different country. You know, whatever your dream is, your dream is valid, even if it's different than mine. It's still good. It's still valid, right? And those those dreams are going to look different for everyone. But the point is, is that when we wake up and we start to think about all these amazing things that life could be, we get excited and we're like, okay, so how do we actually make that happen? And that, that's where your journey starts. Your journey has to start with that dreaming. Okay. And then you're like, all right, I have this dream now. I'm excited now. How do I make it happen? So first of all, you work on your mindset. Instead of waking up every morning and thinking, this sucks. Life is hard. This job is crappy. I hate this house. I, da, 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 da. You know, we all have our own list <laughs> of things. We're going to start to look for the good. There's always good. And this is not being, um, you know, one of those people that's like, toxic positivity that's like, just smile and life will be better. Okay, no, like I get it. I have like real diagnosed <laughs> depression and anxiety, like full on take the medicine for it, been to therapy, done done the stuff, guys. Like this is not toxic positivity, just smile and you'll feel better. No, I get it. But there is a place and a time for let's look for the good. It's probably there and it's probably small. It's probably the small stuff. It's probably, wow, this is a great cup of coffee. All right. Life's not so bad, right? It is really those little things. It is really, you know, just noticing, I don't know, the weather. It's noticing a stranger doing like holding the door for you, like doing something really small. Most of the time it is those really small things. And when we look for them, we suddenly start to see them more often. Okay. And we suddenly start to somehow magically attract them to us. 
and life starts to get more and more positive. And we start to practice gratitude for the things we do have. While in the same breath, working towards the life that we know is really our calling, our dream. But we can do both. And it is a balancing act. And we won't get into all that today. That's actually a future episode that I have planned for you guys. But we're going to stop with the self-sabotaging. Okay, we're going to stop with you make one little mistake. Well, that's just me. I'm just a screw up. My life just sucks. No, guys, come on. Like we're going to realize, hey, we're human. Sometimes we take one step backwards in order to take two steps forward. Like that's how it goes. We're going to stop quitting before we even start. How many times have you said, you know, this month it's going to be different. I'm going to do this budget. I'm going to follow it. And then you're like, yeah, yeah. but that kind of doesn't sound like fun. So never mind. And you quit before you even start, right? I've done it. We're going to stop letting negative influences bring us down. There is always going to be people in the peanut gallery, as my mother would say, who are going to have comments. There's always going to be that section of the internet that doesn't agree with what you're doing. Who cares? We're not going to worry about them, right? We're going to stop letting the mistakes of the past hold us back. Yeah, okay, you made some mistakes in the past. I have too. But that doesn't mean that me now has to make those same mistakes. I could sit here and talk to you for hours about all the stupid stuff that Sammy in the past did, but Sammy in the present is different. And that's okay. She's allowed to grow and change. So we're not going to let the mistakes of the past hold us back. All of these are mindset shifts. And all of these are free to do. Like you don't have to invest in a course or read a book or do anything. It's all in your mind. It's all things that you can start doing literally right now for free and start to practice them. And I can guarantee you that this step alone is more than half of the work. Doing the actual written budget stuff, that's the other, like you can't do one without the other. Okay? And the biggest thing we have to do in this mindset work is remember why we want to do it. So like I mentioned earlier, you have that dream. You have that, oh, I want the second vehicle. Oh, I want to move to the different country. I want to change careers. I want a boat. Whatever that is for you, why do you want it? Because why wouldn't you want a boat? Sure, sounds nice. But there has to be an emotional reason why, or it's just a physical object that means nothing. A boat, cool, sounds fun, but is it enough to get me out of bed? Is it enough to help me stick to my budget? There has to be something deeper. For us, that reason to get the boat, sure, playing on the lake is fun, 
But the deeper meaningful reason was because that's where we met. That's where we grew up. That's where we fell in love. That's where we got married. And it had all of those emotional reasons. And we were like, we had so many great memories. And we were like, we want our kids to be a part of this. We want to rekindle that love every time we go out on the water. Because I swear to you, every time we come back, I fell more in love with this man. This man that I met as a teenager (laughs) hanging out on the lake. Like that, there is an emotional reason there. I'm literally crying right now, you guys. Oh my God. Anyway, (laughs) because there's that much of an emotion behind it. That is what is going to keep you going. So find that emotion, find that thing that fires you up so much that it makes you cry. That gives you goosebumps. That is what's going to push you forward. Okay. So that is like the bit, like just, if you're going to listen to anything I say, listen to that for sure. (laughs) The next step is, okay, yeah, we're going to do the actual kind of boring part. We're going to like make the budget. We're going to plan it out. It's going to be on paper. It's going to be on a spreadsheet, whatever you need. Also, you guys, I'm going to link to my Etsy shop. My Etsy shop recently launched. Yay. Um, It has access, and I'm going to be building the inventory in there, but it has my full digital budgeting system, which is like the whole entire budget that you need. It's the digital version. Um, There's also going to be printable versions. Like there's, there's all other like fun worksheets and little charts and there's there's going to be more and more growing. Um so make sure to go over and check that out. So if you're looking to start a budget, that's where you start. Okay? My digital budgeting system is 20 bucks and you can literally just use it forever. Like you can make a new copy when it's a new year and you own it and that's it. And what you do on here like it walks you through. It has all the starting steps. Like it there's a start here tab and it will literally walk you through. Okay, you're going to plan out when do you get paid? Next step, you're going to plan out like when are your bills due? What are your spending categories? Like it will walk you through all of it. Almost as good as having me me there with you to help you. And once you start to work on your budget, you're going to start to plan it all out. You're going to start to pay your bills on time. You're going to start to be intentional with your spending money, right? And when you have money left over, you can decide, do we pay it to debt? Do we save it? Do we work on sinking funds and like actually be ready for Christmas when it happens? What do we do? And when you actually have this budget written out, then you can start to, this is step three, work on those different habits. When you start to track your spending and you start to log all these purchases in the register, which is what you're going to do if you have these worksheets, it's going to total things up for you. And then all of a sudden you're going to see, wow, this is how much I'm spending on groceries. Oh my gosh. Like this is how much I'm spending on restaurants. I never knew that it totaled up to this. And you're going to be able to figure out where your money is going. And you're going to see it for sure in black and white in front of you. 
and your eyes are going to be open and it's not to feel guilt or shame because, you know, I love Chick-fil-A and Pizza Hut and all the things just as much as anyone. And it's not to feel shame about that, but it's to discover, hey, you know, this is a weakness of mine. And where can we reassess these priorities? Where is it like, all right, I'm going to give myself permission to eat out like this much, but not to the point that I can't save any money because that's reckless and that's not fun. And that feels like guilt and that feels like shame. So you get to discover your weaknesses. You get to reassess what are your priorities. You know, you're like, hey, yeah, I would love to eat out $100 a week worth. But when I do that, I don't have any money to to save. So actually, I'm only going to eat out $50 worth and that other 50 is going to go to help me build up my emergency fund. And you get to reassess these priorities when you're doing this. And it's not to feel guilt or shame, you guys. It's not to make you feel terrible about yourself. It's to put you in control of your money. And when you are in control of your money, you're in control of your whole entire life. It just works that way. And it is this magical effect of this law of attraction type of thing where when you take control of this part of your life, I can guarantee you that the rest of your life is going to start to fall into place because our money is like this black hole with this strongest gravity that we've ever felt and everything pulls towards it. So when you start to work on your money, all of a sudden you start to be more intentional with your time because you're like, wow, I worked really hard for this money. I don't want to waste it. You start to be more intentional with your food because you're like, I'm not going to go and eat this crappy like fast food and and get this five minutes of, you know, a good feeling and then the rest of the day I feel crappy about my decision and, and that spills into that's your health and that's, you know, that's this, that's that. It's all these things. And you start to get more and more intentional about hitting those goals and achieving those dreams. And you get to, that's step number three is like working on those habits. How can we change and grow, adapt, adjust, make our spending habits connected to how are we going to actually achieve these dreams? Step number four is working to stay motivated. And that is probably the hardest part, honestly. People think that creating the actual budget is going to be the hard part. It's really not. Like you fill out a worksheet. (laughs) You fill out a worksheet. And if you get a worksheet like mine, you're literally just filling in numbers. Like everything else is done for you. It's all formatted. The prompts are there. The words are there. It's color coordinated. Like all the hard stuff is done for you in the worksheet. The really hard part is staying motivated. Anyone can fill out a worksheet guys, that's not the hard part. Like do that. If you, if you think that's going to be the hard part, it's not. Keeping up your momentum, keeping a positive mindset and keep in continuing to work towards the goals. That's the hard part. But that's where you go back to your why has to be bigger than the scary stuff. Your ultimate goal of why you want that boat, 
has to be big enough that it will make you cry. And when it gets hard, you go back to that feeling. You go back to, nope, this is why I'm doing it. And all of a sudden, it's not really that hard to say no to the drive-thru. You know, it's not that hard to say no to that stuff that you don't really need at Target. It's not that hard to just hit transfer and transfer the money to your freaking savings account and quit procrastinating. Just do it. Because that ultimate why that, that will bring you to tears is more important. It's bigger. And so anytime it gets hard, you go back to that feeling. You go back to, I don't want to wake up every morning and hate my life because life is too freaking short. And you also, you surround yourself with positive influences. And this is why I love Instagram because I connect myself. I don't follow people that make me feel bad about myself. I follow people that challenge me. That's a different feeling. But I don't feel, I don't follow people that are bad influence because I don't have time for that. My goals are too big. I follow people who are also doing amazing things. Me and my friends have a group message where we continually share our wins. We cheer for each other. We celebrate. And they are on an upward trajectory just like I am. Because that's, and that's who I surround myself with, because that's the kind of influence I want in my life. And that's what we have to do. Like number four is it's two parts. It's staying motivated and continuing to reconnect with that ultimate why. And it's continuing to surround ourselves with positive influences. It's continuing to grow. It's continuing to learn. It's not just setting up a worksheet all right, cool, we're done. No, it's a, we're changing, we're growing. And that's where it becomes something much, much bigger than just your money. And step number five is you live a life of financial freedom. You actually live in the moment of that why that made you start. Like picture that with me for a second. Like it's one thing, to picture, it's one thing to be at the kitchen table, adding up your debt and going, you know what, if we stick to this budget in three years or four years, five years, however long it takes, we can cash flow a boat. We can have the kids grow up on the lake that we fell in love on. We can have these moments as a family and you're sitting at the kitchen table and you're adding up that debt and you get that flash of this vision in your head of what it could be like and you get so excited and you feel so energized and you tear up and you think I can do it I have this beautiful picture of where I want to be okay and then you actually start to do the work and you're two or three years in and you're like man this is hard this is so hard it's not fun anymore like no 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 remember how we're gonna feel when we get the boat But you guys, now imagine you're actually on the boat. You're actually in the moment, whatever that moment is for you. You're actually on the vacation. You're actually checking the things off of the bucket list. When someone asks you what's on your bucket list and you say, oh, there's only two things left because I have a kick-ass life and I've already done all these things. 
What? Imagine that's you. You actually live this moment. And this isn't something that happens after. This is something that happens during the process. I'm not a millionaire. And I are am I am already living financial freedom. You don't have to be all the way to a millionaire. You don't have to be completely financially independent where you don't ever have to work again to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Guess what? It gets to happen during the process. There might be a couple years of like the dirty work, the sweat, the tears. There might be a couple of years in there because it's not always a pretty journey. I'm not going to sugarcoat that for you, but you will get to enjoy the fruits of your labor between now and retirement. I promise you. You will get to metaphorically cash flow your boat, whatever that looks like for you, and be in the moment. And what's really crazy is when you have lived in that moment for like four years now, because that's where I am. And that's why I get so fired up about this. And that's why I'm so passionate about this is because you guys, I did it. And I get to live in that moment now. And I want to scream from the rooftops, this is the best thing ever. Because it turns everything else around. And it's not just about your money. It's about how you spend your time. It's about your mindset. It's about your relationships. It's about loving your life so much. Because you're not waking up every morning and going, this crappy house, this crappy job. I hate my life. Who am I? I've wasted all these years. No, you're waking up and you're going, I get to be me again today. What? This is amazing. That's step five. And then all you have to do is just enjoy it. It's pretty epic. It's pretty epic. So, I didn't really expect to cry during this episode, so here we are. But those are my five steps to financial freedom. And I want you guys to know that it is possible, it is real, it can happen for you. Okay? So, like I mentioned earlier, if you are like ready to create that budget, jump over to my Etsy shop, grab the worksheets for yourself. Plus there are all, there's so many other resources on my website. You can follow me on Instagram for daily inspiration and, you know, motivation and everything that I post over there, as well as YouTube. You guys, I'm cranking out YouTube videos that like I'm so proud of. So there's so much more than just here on the podcast. So if you're feeling motivated, follow learn more and let this become part of your life. So that is all for me today. I will talk to you guys next time. Bye guys. Thanks for hanging out for another episode of a sunny side up life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend because you never know who needs to hear this message. If you haven't already, please leave a review and subscribe. Reviews and subscribers are what help the podcast grow and what help new ladies find our community. 
And again, thanks for hitting play on this episode and for investing some time in yourself today. Remember that I'm always here to support you and I'm always cheering you on along the way. Don't forget that everything that we mentioned in this episode will be linked in the show notes. All right, that's all for me this week. Bye guys.